Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Axis Financial. Today, Philip talks about how do I determine how much life insurance my family needs? What happens if both my spouse and I pass while our kids are young? And where we plan to store our long-term safer money. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We're back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. John's not in for today, but today I decided to, for the life insurance part, I decided to share a big picture around my life insurance planning and, and, and how I do what I do and, and the planning you know, evolution of it as it currently stands. And so first, uh, for the amount of insurance that we, you know, that we bought, we've always bought to say, Hey, how, how much, how much income do we make? And then you do the math around how much total insurance, you know, we need to fully replace that income. Right. And, and, and simple, simple math for the podcast is 10 times your income. If you don't want to go into present value calculator and all that kind of stuff, but about 20 times your income is how much you would need to fully replace your income. And some people would look at that number and they go, man, that's a lot of money. Right. Depending on, you know, really everybody who does it relative to their income will think that's a lot of money. And really, it's a lot of money. Like you look at it now while you're alive. But if you were to come to a wealth manager like me and say, hey, I need to replace my, you know, my income today, then I would say <laughs> it's that number. And so that's that's important because for 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 for, for the family, for uh, and I'm speaking for me we set up a life for our family that is important for us to be able to live. And, and I don't want, like, I can't control whether I'm going to die or not. And so if I do die, I just want to make sure that my family is set up to maintain a lifestyle, regardless of if, you know, if my wife gets remarried or, or not, I want it to yeah, be maintained uh, the current lifestyle. So then secondarily, what's important too, is you know make sure you check your beneficiaries some money goes where they where they go which we do and then if you don't have an estate plan which you do need to get an estate plan will and all that kind of stuff you need to know if you know for example if both like if both of us go at the same time then the kids are not legally old enough to uh, receive money which can create a problem with money life insurance company giving you money so you need to have a clause in your will to uh, or not you need to talk to your attorney but we we have a clause where you know our money will go to a trust and the kids will be beneficiaries of a trust and then the person managing the trust will manage the money for the kids until they are uh, of age which then they'll be able to legally uh, receive the money so that's kind of how that part is set up and then as we do more things build more wealth there's a there's a part of our balance sheet that we have set aside right now for for cash right emergency fund money for trips there's money that we're saving up so that we could do some real estate investing 
these are buckets that we're building. And 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 they'll probably there'll be a point five years from now where we'll need more cash for more things. Ten years from now, we'll need more cash for more things. Twenty years from now, we'll need more cash for more things. And I'm saying specifically cash, right? Because we're going to have on our balance sheet, real estate, stocks, Bitcoin, crypto. But we'll need some sort of stable cash on the balance sheet for things that we'll need at, at future points in our life. And just like every other person that I've advised over the years, as we get older and more wealthy, we move from aggressive accumulation mode to preservation mode, which means we'll have more assets on our balance sheet that are more stable. And so if you can plan with, which we do, we plan with foresight, we say, okay, cool. You know, today, you know, the money that we need in cash today, we keep in, you know, in the savings account that doesn't earn much, but, and we can't really do anything about that, but we can just about the money that we want to hold in cash five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, because we know it's going to be there. And the plan is to accumulate that cash into a life insurance policy that is based on their safe, solid general portfolio product. That's a whole episode, but it's a alternative to store your safe cash because you can, you can grow cash in the policy. The money grows without taxes. We can access the money uh, without taxes through withdrawals, uses collateral, loans, lots of different options. Uh, and historically, and based on projections, the interest rate that we earn over time on the cash and the policy is a whole lot better than leaving that money in the bank over time, right? It isn't necessarily better than putting the money inside of, uh, or I don't think it's going to be better than putting your money inside of Bitcoin, stocks, real estate. Those are going to grow better, but those are different categories of assets. I'm talking about assets that we're going to want to have in safer places and increasing amounts over time. And this is where we'll store those dollars in a life insurance policy because that policy covers two things. A, when we're 60 years old, you know, and we don't want to be paying on insurance premiums anymore, or and it gets cost prohibitive. You know, we'll have a a policy, a life insurance policy that we own with death benefit that pays out no matter when we die. And we'll alternatively also have inside of the policy cash, money in the policy. You could think of it a permanent policy, like a you know, like you know, term is like renting your insurance. Permanent is like you own it, so you have the shelter, the death benefit. Plus, you have the equity of the home, right? If you own the home, you build equity. If you rent, you do not. That's my short version of it. But that's our life insurance planning. As we, you know, build more wealth and get more concerned about estate planning and taxes, because maybe maybe we built too large of a state, then we're thinking about doing an irrevocable life insurance trust and all that fancy stuff, which we can get into another episode. But I hope this helps people who are thinking about their life insurance planning. It's a lot into it. It's not just which type of insurance it's getting the right amount. It's making sure your beneficiaries is right. It's making sure it's tied to your estate plan. It's factored into your entire wealth building plan, which determines the type you're going to own now and plan to own over time. The company is important. These are all factors that are really important to life insurance planning. And you need a really good team to help you think through that unless you are uh, a life insurance expert, then kudos to you. So, this is the episode. Shout out to Access Financial for sponsoring it. Until tomorrow, y'all enjoy your day. Hey, hey.
If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.